If you consider yourself a quote-unquote bracketologist because you have a quote-unquote system for picking all the winners of the NCAA tournament only to watch your four-year-old daughter run away with it because she picked all teams with a mascot that start with a B, well then, this is the podcast for you. The podcast that celebrates the suburban dad life. This is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. He's Coach Randy. I'm Adam D. Welcome to another edition. We're going to be talking a little basketball today. I'll be talking about a lot of basketball. It is a, it is in full swing. And if you're one of those kinds of dads... I'm not one of those kinds of dads. You're watching a lot of basketball these mm-hmm. last few days. Yes, I am. When I'm not podcasting, I'm watching basketball. I'm actually watching basketball as I'm podcasting. After, after podcast, we got the games on. Uh... Exciting week, but before we get to that, just want to take care of a few business items. Of course, we want to thank our sponsors, Berman Branding at www.bermancs.com. Becky Berman offers a range of consulting services, all designed to help your company reach its full potential. Whether you're looking for a small tweak or a complete overhaul, she's got you covered. And remember, tell her that Bad of the Dad sent you. And of course, we have YSC Index. YSC Index, your competitive advantage on and off the field. It helps sports travel clubs create robust, engaging, high-performing youth sports experience. Of course, Dr. Michael Rorick is the consultant that brings 25 years of experience in helping organizations, teams, and individuals. Check it out, www.yscindex.com. Adam D., is TCB in taking care of business? Taking care of business. Of course, you can follow us on social media. Instagram, it's at bad to the dad. And Facebook, it's forward slash bad to the dad. Our website is badtothedad.com. We encourage you to visit us on badtothedad.com. You can check out our merchandise store t shirts, sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts. Get them while they're hot. Get them while they're cold. Doesn't matter the temperature. Get yourself some swag, and you can also see some behind-the-scenes pictures of how we do the show, some fun little scenes we with call our that guests. The shenanigans. Shenanigans. Shenan- Last week we had shenanigans. It was true-to-form shenanigans because we had really an Irish-themed show. Yeah, real, and that was some pretty good soda bread. Oh, it was delicious. Oh, my God, it was delicious. Oh, my goodness. It was yeah. for real. Legit, it was yeah. for real. Yeah. Uh, great we, thing about our show. We eat it fast enough. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a little tired, though. i got to tell you, I'm jazzed to be here. I mean, really is am. it because you you've been working hard this week? You stayed up late to watch uh, some of the the Thursday and Friday a NCAA bit. tournament. I mean, games? I watched some of it. You know, I'm not a huge you know basketball fan, yeah. but I think this time of year, kind of everybody kind of jumps into the. Foray. And my bracket is yeah. is still in decent shape. Yeah. I have to tell you, Wofford, that one hurt. I got to tell you, but I love watching them. There was some kid, white white kid, that was a Fletcher ma- McGee. Fletcher McGee. Fletcher turn McGee. And, turn and shoot, dude. Turn the kid shoot. was he was money. He just owned, I, I, the guy was just money. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't miss, and you could tell from, literally from the second quarter on, game over. This is what it's all about. UC Irvine didn't really get to see much of that game, but happy that, that they're in it, and well, they, they got a, a first-round W under their belt. Liberty last night. This is Jerry Falwell's college from Lynchburg, Virginia. Yes. Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. <laughs> How's that for irony locations? Yeah, but uh, they pulled it off. They pulled it off on Friday night. And, uh, you know, by the time this broadcast loads, yeah. who knows, they, they could be out of it. But 
this is this you know some of the more obvious games you you know you, you thought where the higher seed is going to win that happened but you know you just just never know so we're fired up about basketball mm -hmm. we've got a basketball guest on the show oh that's right that's we've right we've got Derek Canada I'm so excited now how do you know Derek so Derek and I let me uh, roll back a little bit all right okay. In college, mm -hmm. my freshman year in college, mm -hmm. I was a communications major. Mm -hmm. One of the required courses was a, a mass communications class, something like that, mm -hmm. you know, communication for beginners. Mm -hmm. One of the assignments was you had to write a hero paper on communication, somebody that transformed the landscape of communications in some way. I did James Naismith okay. because I really feel that basketball is a communications device. It brings people together that might not normally have connected. Basketball is a game that bridges all socioeconomic conditions. You can be wealthy, you can be middle class, you can be downright poor. You can be below the poverty line. But I tell you what, you go to any basketball court in America, mm -hmm. outdoors, indoors, there's somebody playing. It's a game you can play by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's a game where you can. You only need to have two people playing. Well, I like playing by myself sometimes, so it's good. We're talking basketball, Randy. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Let's keep it in the guardrails. <laughs> okay? I love that you went there. Somebody has to be the moral compass. Apparently on this show, it's going to be me. It's always going to be you. So I make the argument that it's a global game. Mm -hmm. And again, it spans all of these socioeconomic I, 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 conditions. I buy that. So I, buy I played in a rec league mm -hmm. with Derek. And I have to tell you. I thought I knew a lot about basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, and I met him. I was in the so late recently. 30s, early 40s. So you, so you recently yeah, I'd say played. over the last okay. five or six years, right. okay. I, I met Derek, and we had been playing in, in leagues mm -hmm. uh, over that span. Learned a lot from this guy about now, basketball. Now, did you know who he was before you met him? I didn't. If I'm being perfectly honest, I did not know who Derek was. Never heard his name. No. He was introduced to me by another guy in our league. All right. And this is the adult men's league. Yes. Now, uh, what's interesting about Derek is yes. he's also... In human resources, like me. Okay. So through the vehicle of basketball, mm -hmm. we learn that we have some professional interests in so common. So you have the human resource background too. Yeah, right? and we had even collaborated on on some human resources initiatives, even though mm -hmm. we weren't colleagues of the same company, mm -hmm. but we're colleagues in the same industry. So he's played college basketball. He was on the Harlem Globetrotters and did the whole tour. We'll have to so talk to him. Be a lot of have fun. to talk to him a little bit about his you know global he, experiences. Do you know where he grew up? He grew up in New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. So he's yeah. a local guy. Mm -hmm. Went to Iona. Yep. And then uh, I guess we'll talk about if you looked at any other... I mean, how, how does one end up a Harlem Globetrotter? This is Bad to the Dad. <laughs> Celebrating suburban dad life. Coach Randy and Adam D. He's Coach Randy. I'm Adam D. You've heard of rites of passage, right, Randy? Uh, yes. Rites of passage, like initiations, rituals, things of that sort. Okay, yeah. Did, did something like that happen? Yeah, and maybe for this show we'll call it rights of dadage. Ooh, I like that. Rights right? of we've dad had RBIs right, and then we have RDIs. Of dadage. Right. Right. Runs dadded in. Now yes. we have rights, rights of, of dadage. Of dadage. Dadage. So rights of dadage. Something that happened to you in terms of being a dad. So get this. My yeah. son Aiden comes home uh. and he says, uh, "Mom and Dad, we're in the class. The teacher walks in and she goes, "Woo, you boys really need some deodorant. It stinks in here." <laughs> So he comes up to me and says, Dad, can we go out shopping for deodorant? <laughs> That's so funny, yes. Now, before I even answered, I took a few whiffs of him. And? I went upside, backside, up and down. Yeah. Just to see if he was patient zero Absolutely. as far as the stink so, goes. So it wasn't, just to make sure he was really talking about your son. Yes. Yes. And? Well, if you remember the movie with uh, my almost namesake, Adam Sandler, yes, Big Daddy. correct, Big Daddy. Nobody wants to have their kid be the smelly, smelly one. Kid, yes, yes. Correct. So fortunately, 
And believe me, I, I did the spot check. And? Aiden was not the smelly one. Having said that, yes. I think he thought of this as an opportunity to do something manly. Get into the consumer world of manliness. Yes. Buy a product that men use that, men that use. perhaps prepubescent kids do not. So did you... All right, so keep going. So we can't, we can't yeah. buy shaving products, right? Shaving cream and, and razors because he's not at that age. There's, no, there's not even stubble on his face. There's not even stubble on his armpits. Has That's, he ever Has he ever just that sometimes sons do just like take your shaving cream, put on his face and pretend like we, you're shaving? We have a lot of fun with the shaving cream, but it's you know more to make little snowman sculptures than... Shaving or fake bite. beards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, than it is to say, hey, yeah. I, I, I want to try shaving. There's a song about shaving cream, you know that? Shaving cream, be nice and clean, shave every day and you'll always be clean. Randy, yes. I, I smell a record deal. Yeah, well, or, or you should sing that for goes along with uh, yeah. how, how we're all Yankovitz. Anyhow, I'm getting off on topic in terms of shaving. I hadn't noticed, but okay. <laughs> so, so we're not doing shaving because that's going to yes. be somewhere down the road. And it's interesting because, you know, most dads... When they connect with their kids on a rite of passage purchase, mm-hmm. it's their first fishing rod. It's their first golf set of golf clubs, and we have done that. Yes. It's their first football, something like that. Here I'm going out and shopping for deodorant. For deodorant. Well, which is the precursor to a later purchase you'll have mm-hmm. when he gets into his teen years. Oh, yes. Oh, so yes. this is a good place to start. This is, as you would say, right of dadage. Yes. Right here, deodorant. And I'm surprised that he is taking this so seriously. Now, he's not a big grooming guy. He doesn't like gel products. He's not into cologne. But he was really into this deodorant thing because I think he, he thought of it as an opportunity. Now, keep in mind, Aiden, he has this talent, probably like most kids, where he can take his pants and underwear off in one shot. One swoop, right? Yeah. It's not like it's a, a, a one-at-a-time kind of thing. Okay. It's just poof. Because I, I know, because I do the laundry yes, in the house. So, like, what is and, the, what are these combo pants, sets? Yeah, yeah, actually, my wife has also complained. Yeah. Because what happens is, I think it's all, I don't know if it's a boy's thing, but like... Are you doing under- that too? <laughs> Maybe. But the underwear, pants, and socks all at once. Oh, wow. All socks at once. in there so too. You, the socks get in there. And then everything kind of gets so the cuff up. of the pan grabs the sock, it is pulls just, it along for pulls the ride, along for the ride, and it just into the laundry it, it goes, and it just goes. And I that's impressive. And she's like, "We'll, we'll work our way to that." <laughs> so don't be surprised if that kind of whole it's a three piece, just just boom, 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 and you're clean. You're ready to go. You know, I'm just happy that we're at a point where cleanliness, a good smell, yes, not offending the teacher. No. I I think it's a good behavior so to get into. Here's the opportunity. You're going. Do you, do you talk to him why you have to wear deodorant? Basically, and it's deodorant, not antiperspirant. So basically, you're wearing deodorant. So, so do you tell him? So the your body, between... your body can okay. smell nice. All right. Now, are you a deodorant and antiperspirant? I'm a deodorant and antiperspirant person. Yeah, because I, I I need to smell good, mm-hmm. and I don't want to sweat. You got it, like like Billy Crystal says, you got to look marvelous. Yeah, look right? marvelous. Look no, marvelous. Not right? how you feel as I look. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the, I I like the double too. You know they say something about um, the the deodorant and the antiperspirant, but I, I have to. Have not both. not good for a kid though to have antiperspirant because mm-hmm. there's uh, chemicals or metals. Saying, you need they're the, too the young sweat. for that. They need to. The, but yeah. deodorant, I get you. you. You got it. And do you get it now? Did you tell me you go to CVS? We go to mm-hmm. Walgreens. You go to Costco. You get a real big deal. You get a whole bunch of. Bars, what do you do? As you know, I, I travel a lot for work. Yes, yes. And I am very, very partial to these mini deodorants. Oh, smart. Like That's the smart. 99 the travel, cents the travel, you get yes. yeah, at the drugstore. So this way you can test that and not spend a lot of money. 
So we had the Dove going, you had the Old Spice Swagger, uh-huh. mm-hmm. there was Degree, Degree's now making a small, smaller that's version from it. call it dad. Fun Size. That's it's right. not Travel, it's but, Fun Size. Dude, that, you, know, that, you know, that was a bad to the dad moment right there, yes. because I'd go in and spend $8 on a stick, you go in, get the test one first. That's why you are you. That is so mm-hmm. smart. We did the sniff test. We went yeah. down the road. Yes, it was like and? the Pepsi challenge, but with little deodorant. Little deodorant. He, he decided to go with Axe. Well, can you blame him? All the cool chicks dig the axe. axe. <laughs> All cool kids use axe. It's <laughs> that's just what it is. And is it because of the smell or because I think the packaging looked really the packaging cool. looked really you good. You know, it's right? sort of neon. Mm, yeah, it looks like it's the kind black. of thing you would wear. Yeah. before you're going out to a nightclub, it's the roll-on, not the spray. Not the roll-on. Oh yeah, no, no, the spray. No. So the roll-on. So, so my guess is you look at the other, like you look at. Uh, um, I mean, actually, I mean, it is. It's a, it's a fancy stuff. It's, it's all product design, you know. And it's also designed for, for young men. For young kids, yeah. right? Uh, and then the other ones are kind of like, they smell like flowers, and they look all gray. They look like old men. Axe is cool. So were you proud of him that he went with Axe? I'm proud of him that he went with anything. You know, even if he, like, rubbed some Arm & Hammer baking powder on anything himself. Anything would have been good. Yeah, just the fact that he cares. We're getting to that... That point in life where he he cares and and again maybe he's not doing the gel maybe he's not doing some of the but other. But now he's doing door now. Have you had that conversation? It's a it's a gateway. It's, <laughs> it's a, a gateway, gateway toiletry. And notice we talk a lot about toiletries on this show. Whether it's a loofah, body wash, shampoo. Now we're talking deodorant. It's a gateway. I can't wait till we get to the foot powder episode. <laughs> it's a good way. It's a gateway. You crack me up. We're talking toiletries here. I'm bad to the dad. <laughs> There's nothing greater than being bad to the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I promoted us today. Big shout out to Elmsford Little League. Hello, Elmsford Little League. They were uh, had about uh, 60 dads coming in to do uh, some baseball talk. And I have a video that I show about uh, you know parents in the stands kind of mm-hmm. going wacky. And uh, it, it's literally over the top. You, you love what you do, Randy. I do. And, and I love how you take your own techniques, right? Not just mm-hmm. stuff that you borrowed from other mm-hmm. coaches. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite techniques you use mm-hmm. is the lollipop uh, system. Yes. And it's not a reward <laughs> system. Randy, why don't you tell our listeners all about the, the lollipop system? So the lollipop system is uh, uh, what I do. And I talked, actually talked about that to the coaches today. That one of the biggest problems we have in youth sports is we have this parent's screaming in the stands. So I have a meeting at the very beginning with all my parents. And frankly, uh, if, if there's any moms listening out there and it's the dad who does this, mm-hmm. uh, keep this in hand. So I get dumb, dumb lollipops. And I purposely get dumb, dumb lollipops. Why dumb, dumb, Randy? <laughs> I know I just answered my own question. <laughs> because the idea is that since most of these parents are at a game that are basically 10-year-old kids, 11-year-old kids, 12-year-old kids... It's a little message. It's subtle. And so what I do is I tell parents, because most parents don't know how to honestly cheer from the stands. And so they scream and yell and scream and yell. So what I do is I tell them they're not allowed to coach. They certainly can't complain about balls and strikes or bad calls by refs, whatever it is. That if that happens, someone in the stands, either myself, an assistant coach, or another parent, might hand them a dum-dum. And we want them to unwrap the dum-dum and put it in the middle. So they will shut the F up. They will shut and just stop being a dum-dum, mm-hmm. right? And I make a point. I said, if by chance you get this dum-dum lollipop and you get really offended and mad at me and your anger goes up, I tell them, I think you might have some kind of emotional problem that is much further beyond a 10-year-old softball game. Randy, have you ever given 
the dum dum lollipop out. <laughs> I have given. Now, has it been has it been fewer or 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 more than you thought? You know, you would? So in some situations, yes, I have given out the dum dum lollipop because the idea is that you're human. We get you. We don't want to necessarily embarrass you, but if everybody knows that you have a dum dum in your mouth, everybody knows why. So in some cases, many parents come to me at the beginning of the game. Just give me some dum dums. Just give me some. <laughs> They surrender. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm sorry. I know. Because ultimately, I just want these parents to come to have fun and watch their kids play. Have you ever really incensed or embarrassed a parent by giving them a dum-dum? Don't, no, never incensed. There are some times uh, where I've had to raise the bag ever so subtly. And they, oh, sorry, coach. Sorry, coach. <laughs> In some situations as a coach, a third base... A parent in the stands will start going, coaching, coaching, coaching. And I will scream, you know, thank you, Coach Scott. I'm clean in case of the situation. on them. Exactly. I promise I'm taking care of this. Mm -hmm. And he goes, ah, sorry, Coach Randy. Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Our theme this week, March Dadness. March Dadness. It's all, about, dadness it's all about basketball. All about right? basketball. Got the NCAA tournament going on. Some crazy games. And we are thrilled with our guest today. He is Derek Canada, former Globetrotter, former NCAA basketball player, mm-hmm. father of four. Father of four. Three boys and a... And a girl. Man. What a house that must be. Full-time job. Derek, great to have you on. Good to see Welcome. you again. Good to, Good to see, see you. you guys. Thanks for having me on. I awesome. absolutely appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for being awesome here. Awesome to see you. So, you're a busy guy. Have you been watching any of the games? I have. I have. Yeah. Absolutely. I sat and watched my Iona Gales go against North Carolina. They put up a great fight. They did. They did. Um, lots of three-point shots. Mm-hmm. That's fun early, but, you know, the old saying, you live by the three, you die, die by, by the three. three. So, Derek and I played rec basketball quite mm-hmm. a bit over the years, and I know he does a lot of coaching on the court. Mm-hmm. As I told you in the intro, I thought I knew quite a bit about basketball. Until you met Derek. I didn't know anything until I started <laughs> playing with Derek. So, do you find yourself coaching the teams you know, through the television, saying, no, don't do that, don't come off that screen, don't take that shot, that's not your shot? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a bad <laughs> basketball fan. When I sit... I sit and watch, I take it all in, and that's one of the reasons why I coach when I play, uh-huh. is because I can see all the stuff based on just sitting and watching, yeah. like, oh, Miss Green, no box out, um, could have denied the ball to get a steal, all those things I see, and so I try to incorporate those into what we do on the court when we yeah. play. Let's go back to the, the Globetrotter days. Hmm? I've been to a Globetrotter show right now. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's yeah, well, so much fun. In this world. Actually, my girls haven't had the chance to see Globetrotters. They were like, Harlem Globetrotters. you got to take them. Uh, i got to take them because it was really part of my youth, um, just watching them. And we always went every year. It was, it was like, a, I grew up in Colorado, so it was, it was Nichols Arena. We'd always yeah. go see the Globetrotters play, and they always won. You guys always Hard, hard to believe that they always Amazing. beat those lowly Washington generals. <laughs> you know, and I, Amazing. And I, I was always fooled by the bucket of paper coming out instead of a bucket of water. Was, <laughs> Shh, don't tell us. Don't tell. Don't tell. Give it away. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, that's, that's the thing about the Globetrotters is you, you could do so much with the team before the game and then got all the intricacies and how much is involved during the game mm-hmm. is... Um, it, it's eye-popping. But, Derek, let's talk about how you got involved with the Globetrotters. How did that happen? Oh. 
Well, it was it was fun. So I played in the in the MAC, the MAAC conference. Yep. Um, Fairfield was one of the teams in the conference, so we had a nice bond um, because we were small small schools mm-hmm. and we didn't fly. All of our it was all buses. Everything was yeah. a bus trip. So yeah. you know we were student athletes. Student mm-hmm. first, athlete second. Good to hear. Um, one of my uh, one of my contemporaries up at Fairfield wound up being the general manager uh, or manager of player personnel for the Globetrotters. Wow. Ah. And they were trying to make a shift to go a little bit more competitive. Hmm. And so he gave me a call as I was finishing up school and said, hey, would you be interested in uh, taking a peek at this opportunity? And, you know, as a basketball player, we all want to continue our careers as long as we can. So I said, sure. Went out to camp. Um, we had camp in Twin Twin Falls, Minnesota. Oh, sounds cold. So it was Holler, little Holler cold. Low Trotters camp. It was, it was like a basketball camp. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it was. Uh, we got up early, we ran. You know, you do a couple miles on the track. Mm-hmm. Um, you get in the gym. You do some workouts. Um, only difference is, you know, Curly Neal is there. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Legend. So he's making jokes. Um, you're learning. Is uh, he as funny as he comes across? He is. He is. We every time we did introductions, he was a different bald guy. Yeah. So he's Telly Savalas <laughs> one time, and sometimes he's Curly, and sometimes he's somebody else. Yeah, because sometimes you see people like that, you know, those characters play, and you always want to know, is he somebody you'd want to hang out with? He absolutely is. Mm-hmm. He absolutely is. He's a fun guy. He yeah. just, he just When I met him, he was a fun guy. He was having mm-hmm. fun. The first time I actually met him, funny story, mm-hmm. um, I was at West Point. Mm-hmm. We were playing Holy Cross. Um, I... Well, based on us being at West Point, I probably lost this one because they were Holy Cross was pretty good back mm-hmm. then. Um, so we get back to the hotel, we come down, we're getting ready to go out to eat, and there's a pink Cadillac parked right outside. Back then, pink mm-hmm. Cadillac was the deal. And so we're <laughs> like, who's going to own a pink Cadillac? Yeah, so we're looking at it, going, who in the world is running around here with a pink Cadillac? <laughs> right? And sure enough, Curly Neal comes down through the lobby, yeah. we get to say hello, and you know, just a nice guy he goes out, gets in his car, and he takes off. But it was. Probably one of those times where we were playing in the same city with the Globetrotters at that wow. time. We just didn't know it. So now, now we were talking about Curly, and I remember the last Harlem Globetrotter mm-hmm. show I saw. You have all these great names like Dragon and mm-hmm. whatever. Did you have a name? I was DC. 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 All right. Yeah, I, I kept it simple. Um, one of the great things about the interactions with the Globetrotters is that we would stay after, mm-hmm. and we would sign autographs. Yeah. And instead of coming up with something elaborate. And only being able to sign, you know, 10 or 12 autographs in a five-minute segment, mm-hmm. I could sign 100 or so because it was DC-15. And I, yeah. made it, I made it nice and squiggly and real fancy. DC-15. But, you know, kept it real simple. Yeah. DC. So did you have a special trick? Would you have like a signature move? Or, I know um, it's a team game. It, it's a, it's a not team really. Game. I was, uh, I opened the show with the dunk. Uh-huh. So that was, uh, that was pressure and fun at the same times because... <laughs> We would, we would start the show differently, uh, but we had what was called a hop. Mm-hmm. The hop is basically a figure eight out top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then the ball, the ball. Yes. Yep, the ball yeah. goes into the high post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody cuts down the middle. The uh, showman rolls the ball down his arm off his shoulder. You catch it off his shoulder, and you got to put the ball in the basket. And he's standing at the foul line. So... You that was hit, you. That, I was. I'm the guy catching the ball and dunking. <laughs> so the game, the, the show starts with you. The show started wow. with me. <laughs> And, and did you ever? Did you ever miss? Never missed that. Never dunk. missed. Right. Never missed it's, that. It's dunk. Extremely well rehearsed. Well, so you knew your, you knew your job. Yeah, and, and yeah. Well, I, you got one job. Yeah, put the ball <laughs> in the basket. Put the ball <laughs> in the basket. Yeah. So Derek, you're coaching now. You're, yes. You're coaching high school ball. What What are some of the themes and patterns you're seeing amongst the the young baller these days? 
Well, um, I, I, I lament the fact that the young ballers only see finished product. Hmm. Say more. So, Steph Curry. Ah. Mm. Awesome shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome shooter. Gets in the gym all the time. They don't see him getting in the gym all the time. What yeah. they see is him playing in an NBA game, mm-hmm. doing a step back, sidestep, releasing threes off mm-hmm. the dribble. Yeah. And then they go to the park. And just even throw threes. And they think they could do that. Yeah. But that, that comes from hours upon hours upon hours of work. Mm-hmm. And... The kids think they can just get in the gym and do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always joke about my kids because uh, I'm the master of no. I tell my children no all the time. Ooh, I like that. That's a great title so, of book. So you're the, you're the bad cop, FM. <laughs> I'm the, the master. Hey, you the... need to know. You send them to me. I'm going to tell them no. <laughs> I love this. I'm going to use that. The master of no. I love yeah. that. There's, there's a lot of zen involved with that. The master of no. Yeah. But but what what I and I, I have so many insurance business. Mm-hmm. And what I what I tell my agents is it's the same mindset of a child. Mm-hmm. When my children come to me. Dad, can I have? And I go, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go away and they come back and they go, Dad, mm-hmm. can I have? Mm-hmm. And I go, no. Mm-hmm. And they will continue to come back because mm-hmm. no for a child means not right now. Not right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, do they to go to mom, mindset. though, after you say no? Oh, no, we're United Front. Oh, yeah. See, that's great. But when that's mom nice. wants to know, she'll go, what did your dad say? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> see, that, that's nice. masterful because not a lot of <laughs> couples enough. are connected like that. Well, how about the power of maybe? Have you done that before? Cause I had a, I had a. I like no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we'll, it's it's finite. Yeah. Maybe it's like well, kicking the well, can down the road. But right? this, and selfishly, yes, it makes me a super duper hero when I say yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I've had moments. Ah, reverse where psychology. Where I say yes, ah. and they're like, "Oh man," I'm like, "Dude, I said yes. You said yes. You said yes. <laughs> we got through. Yes. We got through. Dad said yes. We got through the wall. We got through the wall. <laughs> we made it through. That's so funny. Yeah. No. So my mom would always say maybe, and our saying was maybe always meant no. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I think if you just straight up and say no, I like that strategy. The power of no. <laughs> so Derek, four kids. Yes. Right. So what are the what are the ages? Whew. Gonna make me work my mental capacity this morning. <laughs> so I've got my oldest, Jalen, who will be seventeen in June. Oh, okay. Um, I've got my daughter Deja, who turned thirteen in September. That's a pretty name. Uh, thank you. It's yeah. a combination From, of my uh, this name is us. and my wife's name. This is us. You watch the show? I do. I do. Oh, God. Which couple show. are you? Which couple are you? Um. I don't think I fit in any of those couples. <laughs> right now, I'm not really happy with Randall. I'm kind of mad at Randall. Oh, <laughs> Anyhow, sorry, go he's, ahead. he's a guy you yes. can't be mad at. Yes. He, absolutely. I, we're actually catching up now. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, so, uh, Deja is a combination of my first two letters of my name, mm-hmm. yep. Derek, mm-hmm. the last two letters of my wife's name, Nigel. And she was, oh, she was wow. the first girl, yeah, okay. so yep. that made sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then Isaiah turned 12 last month. Right. And Josh will turn ten tomorrow. Uh, okay, so they're all nice. double digits. So he got yeah. teens are about senior, to be teens. High school senior. Uh, he's a junior. He'll be a senior next year. All right. Um, so they will get a, a freshman or sophomore. Uh, nope. Deja's a seventh grader because September birthday. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, missed the cutoff. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Missed the cutoff. All right. Um, Isaiah is sixth grade and Josh is fourth. Very nice. Are they so, all into basketball? Are you like a true basketball family? Uh, not yet. So I was of the mindset that they will be able to do what they'd like to do. Good mm-hmm. for you. Um, so my oldest, he's like, dad, I want to do football. I'm like, eh, football, football with all the conversation yeah. around it. Yeah. Um, I was like, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I sent him to Benedict's for a little while. St. Benedict's. I know yeah. St. Benedict's day. Uh, great school, but it was killing my pockets. And yes. he was, he was struggling academically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved him out and he was, he was upset that we were moving him out because you know, he got That's a reputation yeah. He built his friends, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, bottom line is I sent you to a school that didn't have a football team. Yeah. And now... Wow. 
You can play football if you want. <laughs> I love that. That magic of the dad. You were bad to the dad that moment. No, 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> so he did football this year. Uh, my yeah. daughter's trying out for volleyball right now. Very mm-hmm. nice. And then my two younger sons, they played soccer last mm-hmm. the last two years, mm-hmm. and they did rec basketball in North Plainfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I let Joshua, who's the youngest, play a little bit of travel basketball, mm-hmm. and he got bit by the bug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now every time we it. come home, Dad, you can put the basket up. Good. Dad, can I go outside and shoot? Thursday. Yes. It's raining. Cats and dogs. Yeah, he wants to play. Dad, can you move the cars out of the driveway so I can mm-hmm. go shoot? No. <laughs> do the stuff outside. I showed you to do inside, and then I'll let you go outside. But you have to do the other stuff first. Okay. You can't just go outside and play in the rain. Yeah. So, fundamentals. Yeah. So we're, we're all, all fundamentals. I want to build a, a solid base for them. Very nice. It's like, bottom line is this. You ask the question. Mm-hmm. I asked my oldest son this question and yeah. totally totally broke my heart as a dad mm-hmm. a basketball dad because mm-hmm. he, he asked I said so question do you just want to play with your friends or do you want to be better than your friends <laughs> <laughs> and he said I just want to play with them and I'm like oh, uh, for no. now for now we'll see <laughs> you know, so. but Josh wants to be better Josh yeah. is my youngest one he wants to be better yeah. he's like I want to be better than all of them so so then uh, I have some questions because I, I did a lot of work with parents okay right and you're a basketball guy and basketball parents are right there in oh, the stands oh my goodness uh, and when I've talked to coaches one of the worst parts about coaching are having to deal with parents mm-hmm. um, so first question is are you when you're watching kids are you that parent in the stands that sits back and wants to coach from the stands or do you sit back and just kind of let them play and let them be? I let them play. I let them play. As, as So, unfortunately, my mom was not able to come to my stuff. Gotcha. So, I never had the distraction of uh, a coach and a parent. Mm-hmm. And so, I tell my wife all the time, I said, if you're going to yell something from the stands, it's box out, mm-hmm. it's play defense, mm-hmm. and it's run. Mm-hmm. Because those are things that, as parents... You can coach that. Mm-hmm. The other stuff doesn't work for me. Yeah. So I, like, I'm like i a bad basketball fan. I yeah. sit and watch. And if he looks at me, I go, look over there mm-hmm. and pay attention to your yeah. coach. Because I want him to be coached and understand that the coach is like his parent mm-hmm. when he's on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're getting ready to do something in West Orange mm-hmm. um, for the younger kids. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was messing with the coaches. I was like, I was trying to think, because I like analogies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking of an analogy that I can give to a parent that will have them understand the plight of the coach. Mm-hmm. I got it. You invite me over for dinner. Mm-hmm. We're finishing up. You tell your son it's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I go, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to bed right now. Why don't you go play some video games for a yeah. little while? <laughs> you tell him to go wash the dishes. No, no, you don't have to wash the dishes right now. Why don't you just sit down and watch your favorite show? Yeah. Just hang You know what? Hang out with me. And we'll, yes. just, we'll just do that. And it's, it's the same it's the same mindset. You don't mm-hmm. want anyone coming in yeah. and undoing the stuff that you're trying yeah. to do. And, and some of the coaching from parents mm-hmm. is just so surface level. It's almost ridiculous. Well, score, score, score. <laughs> well, what do you think? What do you think I'm doing here? I'm not doing a ballet recital. I'm trying to put the ball in the basket. I'm trying to score a goal. You know, because we were talking earlier today. Uh, what I do is I keep dum dums, lollipops, okay. and I I tell parents very clear: you cannot coach from the stands. I go, here's some things you can say. You know, staying positive. But if you start coaching from the stands or Arguing with the officials, yeah. which I don't stand for, is we give you a dumb dumb lollipop. Because if you got the lollipop, <laughs> you're a dumb dumb. <laughs> you stick that stick in your mouth, mouth right? <laughs> and some people, and I tell them, in a, if you get upset emotionally at a you know ten year old or twelve year old basketball game, then you have some serious yeah, anger I mean, management you issues. You do some soul searching. Yeah. <laughs> you figure out what what is the purpose of this. And yeah. for me, 
the purpose is that they have fun. Yeah. Uh, competing is knowing that you never have to quit. Yeah. You do your best job all the time, mm-hmm. and you have to deal with the result. I had my uh, my oldest. They lost some games. They weren't very good. A lot of first year players. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, one game he doesn't even play. He's on the sideline. I'm all right with that. He mm-hmm. still needs to. He needs to earn his time. He comes home. He kicks my fence, and I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? Oh man, dad, the refs were cheating us. I said, oh, whoa, hold on. The refs were cheating you. You lost by fifty. <laughs> what did the refs do to cause you to lose by fifty? Well, we could have had more points and this, that, and the other thing. And I said, stop. This is what sports is about. Yeah. I said, as a parent, yeah. as a dad. Yeah. You've seen me get fired from a job. Mm-hmm. Do I get to come home? Oh, it's the boss's fault. Kick the fence. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. And sit and wallow in my in in, in my misery, and not do anything else. Mm-hmm. If I got fired, guess what? I need to be accountable to that, mm-hmm. and I need to keep it moving. Yeah, I need to figure out what I need to do better. I said, you don't get to you don't get to blame other people mm-hmm. for stuff in your life. You need to be accountable for the stuff that you participate in. So that sounds like as a parent, which is a nice segue back to parents. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. about? you as a dad, is this concept of going, you can only control what's in your control. Mm-hmm. And that's your effort and your attitude. Yes. And it sounds like basketball provided such an incredible foundation for you as a parent. Yes. Right? So in that regards, how do you use that skill set from basketball with your kids on a regular basis, knowing that it's all sports related, but it's also about life? I mean, it's it's it goes to the coaching thing again mm-hmm. where, all right, how do you deal with this one? Mm-hmm. For Jalen, my oldest, yeah. It's repetition is the mother of skill. I have to repeat this thing over and over again. Why are we doing this? Go do your homework. Go do your homework. Go do your homework. Take out the garbage. Take out the garbage. Take out the garbage. Over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, for Deja, my daughter, mm-hmm. she gets to go in her room, close her door, and get all her work done. She's an A student. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothering her. Mm-hmm. As a coach, your best player, mm-hmm. hey, come here for a second. Let me talk to you. This is what you should do. Mm-hmm. All right, go do it. Mm-hmm. For the other guy, you might have mm-hmm. an Izzo moment. Yeah. <laughs> Finger in the face. Yeah. This is what I told you. This yes. is what you need to do. And mm-hmm. then the other two boys, they manage themselves in different ways, but they're between mm-hmm. Isaiah gravitates toward Jalen a little bit. Yes. Uh-huh, and Joshua gravitates toward Deja okay. a little bit. So it's, it's, it's figuring out how to motivate them all mm-hmm. so that we're together. We, mm-hmm. My wife made shirts and we're Team Canada. Team Canada, that's so awesome. Oh, Six of us, we're Team Canada. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm, the, I'm the head guy. That's funny. My wife's the assistant and we, we try to manage. Do you have like a logo, house. Team Canada? Um, we actually did for a little yeah. while. We made a crest and it was all kinds of fun. <laughs> and I was like, man, babe, you're really taking this to a whole right. other level. Absolutely. It's all marketing. Yeah, it's, it's, all all marketing. it's all ball bearings I these think days. Derek really needs like a reality show. <laughs> Absolutely. Sort of how, how to parent as a, as a sports I mean, we, we laugh about it all the time. We're like, yeah, we should have a reality show, but it's not enough drama in our house. Nobody would watch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you make it more like an infomercial, right? It's more instructional. <laughs> did, you, did your wife play sports and athletics as no, well? No, she she did a little bit of dance. My wife is a pretty woman. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. She's uh, mm-hmm. got the flower in the hair. Yeah, she's got very the face nice. made up, all the lipstick. Yeah. I was actually wiping that off. Was yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to brag. He didn't want to He's very humble. Oh, no, very lips humble. are a little shiny. I, I, I laugh because, uh-huh. you know, people, people in, they make fun of me and my wife, one of my coaches I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, he met my wife and he comes to me and he goes, dude, you realize that you outkicked your cousin? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not every damn day. Yeah. Every darn day. Yeah. And I'm good with that. I thank God for that every day. So what's it like, you know, around the dinner table? Hmm. Do you guys have oh, family meals? It is absolutely ridiculous. Come on, talk to us. <laughs> so, so I didn't have this as a, as a youngster. My mom had to work a lot. Mm-hmm. My, my father passed away when I was young. Uh-huh. So she spent the first single 13 mom. years of my life as a single mom. Um, she got mar- remarried when I was in, in high school. So stepdad, who was my dad, mm-hmm. worked. He would work evening shift. She would work the day shift. Mm-hmm. I'm in school all day. Mm-hmm. I have a younger brother who's in between all these other things. Mm-hmm. And so we never really could find the time to get together. Yeah. Um, I wanted my wife to be able to stay at home as long as she could. And, mm-hmm. you know, Thankfully, she has been able to be home. Um, for the last 17 years. And she works hard. She works hard at what she has to she do. She works very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of men, a lot of boys in testosterone. Absolutely. <laughs> and so what we do is, you know, she'll put the meal together mm-hmm. and right around 7, 7.30, mm-hmm. we're at the table. That's great. And we, you know, we pass the food around, we talk about our days, mm-hmm. and we crack jokes. Yeah. Uh, for like great. the last 15 minutes of the meal. Or the cell phones. No cell phones. At yeah. The and is the family dinner mandatory? It's like we are, it's we not, are gathering at the table. It's not mandatory, but it is highly encouraged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's we, a policy. It's yep. a choice, yeah. but it's a smart choice. Yep. We start yep. our meals with prayer. Yep. Good. Sunday's nice. my day. We work our way around the table. Good nice. for you. I got mm-hmm. the mother-in-law who stays with us, so she's involved too. And we sit and we have fun. You know, my son, my oldest son can be a... He can be a bit challenging sometimes. Uh-huh. So what's his what's his prayer? Is it always the same prayer? Or does he say rub a dub dub? Thanks for the grub. It's <laughs> <He's, laughs> pretty much always yeah. the same. One. But, but, but what I'm teaching him in that moment is there are people who are less fortunate. Yeah, yeah and we, should, nice. we should make sure that we understand that there are people who are less fortunate. So don't be mad at me when I tell you no for yes. something uh-huh. because there are people who can't even get yeah, close yeah, to yeah. being able to ask. So when that. I say no, it's still a place from love. Yeah. The Absolutely. attitude of gratitude. The attitude right? of gratitude. Yeah. I actually, I, I think this is a reality show. I picture, even though it's on TV, Blue Bloods. Right? Okay. Right? Yeah. You, you yeah. see the Tom Sunday, yeah, sure. whatever it is, but yeah. they always have that Sunday meal with everybody mm-hmm. around. But you do it on a regular basis. We have found, in terms of our work, one of the one of the cornerstones of a successful family is maintaining that meal. Mm-hmm. That many families have gone to the wayside because they're just yeah. too busy. Yeah. Uh, and I'd imagine that's the time you just everything doesn't matter. You just sit down and just catch up much like a team like yes a team meeting absolutely um you, and you debrief you debrief and uh do you ever you know do you ever chastise or is it always just an uplifting moment where you just celebrate life celebrate family um sometimes dad can be a jerk yeah <laughs> and it'll be and my my inner jerk is brought out by the inner jerk of my children okay <laughs> uh, and so sometimes there'll be tough moments and conversations yes. at the table yes uh, my wife will go babe yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, right now. Right <laughs> we're on now the same we, team. Right now we're going to handle this. Right, we're uh-huh. coaches. And we'll be good later. Yes. So she's she's good cop. I'm yeah, bad cop gotcha. in that moment. Yeah. So it, it's, I, I need them to understand certain things about yeah. what we do and how we do it and mm-hmm. why we do it. Because, honestly, I'm not going to be here forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we don't set things in place, yeah. then I don't get to rest peaceful, peacefully yeah, because... Yeah. I didn't do this you stuff. Didn't do you did your job. You didn't do your job. And, but the most important thing is, is that you're talking. Yes. Right. So there are some families they they don't come together at all, except yeah. for maybe on the weekends. So you don't even know what mm-hmm. conflict is going right. on yeah. during the week. So at least you're fleshing it out in the moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe a little uncomfortable, maybe a little awkward. Dad's yeah. coming down on me, but at least we're getting this out in the open. Well, that's what makes a healthy family. I yeah. Mean, yeah. We talk about in sports. Uh, I used to coach at Rutgers Newark. 
uh, baseball team, and Rutgers used to wear these bands, you know, we are family, mm -hmm. right? Uh, forget about me, I love you. Right. Uh, and sports, we always talk about family. And the truth is, families argue. Absolutely. Families disagree, and we're allowed Absolutely. to. And you teach them a healthy way to disagree. You have high expectations, and you hold them accountable. Yeah. Uh, and you're teaching them a level of accountability that starts probably a lot with God and prayer, mm -hmm. uh, then into the meal, and then... Because how you, how you act outside this family is more important than how you act inside this family. You know, we have high expectations yeah. for the family. Yeah. Uh, except, so, for my, except for my oldest son. He yes. let me know um, probably when he was six or seven. He goes, uh, Dad, you don't have to worry. I don't act like this outside. <laughs> I only act like this in the house. Yeah, I like, well, only treat you to this. I'm like, all right, well, if I have my choice, I'll take you acting like this. <laughs> yeah. Randy, I was going to say, let's, let's go to my favorite portion of the show, and that's Dad Vice. Dad Vice. It's time oh. for from Dad Vice. Okay. Yeah. I like that, Dad Vice. Yeah, I just came up with that on the spot. No, I know we didn't talk about it before the show. Sometimes That's these things just come up in the do. moment, yeah. right? Yeah, you just go in the moment. <laughs> Inspiration That's hits a bad you, you dad moment, throw right? it against the Absolutely wall. You go bad to dad. No, I got something. Yeah. Dad vice. I feel like I've learned so much from Derek, and I'm, oh. I'm going to see if I can apply this and, uh -huh. and make it authentic. Because that's the thing is you want to be authentic mm -hmm. as a parent. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just sort of borrow something yeah. from some somebody else. Uh -huh. And then uh, that's not really the Adam way. Yeah. Yeah. That's somebody else's. But, but you got to find your... But that's your coaching group. too, right? You find stuff that works. There's people who will coach like Izzo, like I would always... The Bobby Knight thing. Yeah. The kids that went to the school... To play basketball, understood, understood that's who, who he was, was yeah. and that there were times where he was going to love them, mm -hmm. and there were times where he was going to be the aggravating dad. Yeah. And if, when you talk to the players who played for him, mm -hmm. who really played for him and understood mm -hmm. what he was trying to do, I've never actually heard a player mm -hmm. have anything bad to say about what he was If you could give some dad advice, what would it be? Hug your kids. Nice. Okay. Hug your kids. It's, nice. it's I mean... We go through so much with them, and we tell them we love them, and we, we try to show our love. Mm -hmm. uh, but every now and then, just give them a hug. I was a uh, story behind the hug. Church in Wisconsin, I was an usher. Okay. So I stand at the door, I smile, and I greet people. Mm -hmm. um, and one of our one of our ministers came in, mm -hmm. and everybody gets the same greeting. Smile, how you doing? Hug. Mm -hmm. And he was teaching Sunday school this morning. He mentioned the fact that coming in his morning was all off and he felt totally different and it took the power of a hug the power of a hug to get him back into the right wow. mindset because so, you share your energy with somebody yeah, else yeah but what is a, a hug is like the physical manifestation of community yeah. it means I care I'm going to take care of you mm -hmm. yeah because because you don't hug people you don't care about <laughs> yeah, no, listen I'm, I'm a hugger too we, yeah. I've had to teach my kids my, my daughter who's 24 uh, I had to, had to give her a lesson on how to hug the right way. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some people just kind of kind of come in and just I'm like, no, 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 no. I want I want heart to heart around the body. Yeah. Come in hard, right? Uh, and so there's something about the hug. I love that you. That's great advice. Uh, and you think parents hug, but I think to make a conscious effort on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I love and, that. And we have fun. So I have four separate handshakes, one for each child, and every morning. <laughs> uh, and it's it's corny, so you can call me corny if you want. Nah. Um, I pray before we leave the house. Mm -hmm. My wife leads a Go Team Canada chant. Go Team Canada. <laughs> and then we give we give fist bumps and high fives to all of the kids. And then we wait. Then we I, I, I head feel out. your family's like this is us, man. You're the uh, 
uh, you know, instead of the the, the, the the best three, you got these four kids and the Team Canada. Well, I'd watch the show. They're slightly more dysfunctional they're, than I think my kids are. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping so that. I'm feeling a lot better about myself. <laughs> That's why you watch those shows. It makes yeah. you feel better about your yeah, own life. Because you're like, I could learn from. I'm not, not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Damn, Randall, what are you thinking, right? Yeah. And so you sit there, you just talk about that in terms of. I've come to appreciate. We're all dysfunctional, mm-hmm. right? There's no such thing as a quote-unquote normal family. We all have our issues. Absolutely. We have learned a lot on the shows. It sounds like you get a lot of great support from, from your wife. Is that Absolutely. What makes us great dads are usually great moms. Um, yes. And that hands down, that's the most difficult job in the world. And that because of that, we can kind of be who we are in a way that we need to be uh, when we have that support. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'd imagine there's a lot of antics that she has to put up with. Uh, ah, I'm, a, I'm a pretty... <laughs> Goofy dad, um, you know we're 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 a loving couple. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I make the jokes. Um, so when we were in Wisconsin, my mother-in-law had a key to the house. Yes. She didn't live in the house with us. Okay, and she would have the occasion to just open the door and walk in, and I would say, "Hey, lady, <laughs> we're still a young couple. You better be careful <laughs> walking in my house <laughs> when the kids are home." Yeah, She's like, "Oh, yeah, oh," I said, "Yeah," because yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah, there's some things you just can't unsee. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that's what we want to. We, we love each other the way we do because we want our children to understand that there is a standard of love that a husband Fantastic. and a wife should have. Yeah. Um, there, there's a level where, you know, there are plenty of disagreements, mm-hmm. but at the end of our disagreement is we agree on one thing, mm-hmm. that we really love each other. That's fantastic. And that's, that's, that's the purpose for how we do things is for them to understand that as, as tough as things might get, as crazy as life gets, bottom line is there are still people who love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell the oldest all the time, your brothers are going to grow up one day, and all of this stuff that you're doing now, mm-hmm. they're probably going to get you back for it. Somehow. But yeah. if you separate from them, yeah. who are the people who are going to love you? It's yeah. all about family, no matter yeah. what. When when all else fails, you'll always have your brothers and sisters, yeah. right? You know, the people who care about you. Yeah. Derek Canada was our guest today on Bad to the Dad. Uh, we're privileged to have you, Derek. It's great to see you again. Thanks for being I, part of our show. I, I know I learned a lot. Very interesting. There, there was a part of me that you know wanted to be adopted by by Derek, but then I, I don't know if I could deal with all the nose. Yes. There's only so many nose. It's all about the nose. Actually, I might just start pointing. <laughs> just touching my nose. That, that look great on a t-shirt. That's Put a good that on signal. a t-shirt. All about the nose. All about the nose. The nose nose. And I'm glad that you're you're still involved in basketball. You're coaching. You're you're back on the court. I think the basketball court is a better place with Derek Canada on it. So well, absolutely. I'm glad I, you're I, back on it. I'm glad you guys had me. It was, it was fun. I was... I was absolutely flattered that you reached out and asked me to do something with you. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys, and thanks thanks for having me. Yeah. Cool. You Thrill. make us better. Thank you very yeah. much for your time. Thrill, thrilled to hear your story. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. to the dad coach randy and adam d again remember to follow us on social media instagram is at bad to the dad facebook it's bad to the dad and our website bad to the dad.com and after this episode when it's when it's launched you can see all kinds of pictures of us and derek just having a a really good time what chatting. a neat guy what a neat guy he's big it's amazing when you do what you really love yes it takes you to amazing places what a story i mean just uh growing up and his what he shared with us basketball and Harlem yeah, that, that whole tra- trajectory of like 
you know, I, I, I go, I play basketball, I'm really good, I'm identified at playing college, aspirations of the NBA, but, you know, took a different route where he could be a sports entertainer. And, you know, Randy, you appreciate this as a, a life coach that spends, a, you spend a lot of time with, with parents in sports, mm-hmm. the fun part of sports. Oh, yeah. You know, it's still basketball, yeah. right? And some days you feel like a Harlem Globetrotter, other days you feel like a Washington General. <laughs> but, you know, using, using sport mm-hmm. as a way to bring happiness to people around the world just think it, it's so neat, and I love the renaissance that he's going through. Yes, had the hip surgery. Incredible. I mean, that's that's that in itself. And his young guy too. Yeah, to have hip surgery. But, you know, basketball's a wear and tear sport. It's a wear and tear so, sport. So, Derek, we love you, man. Thank you so much Thanks for so much for being, being on Bad Show. Dad. Yeah, it was a good time. And listen, I know that uh, next week we have some exciting stuff. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. This is bringing me back to my high school and, and early know. college days. <laughs> Find these these guests. You're incredible, Randy. It all goes back to basketball. Remember what I said. <laughs> The term paper I wrote, Absolutely. it's no joke. Basketball brings people all different walks of life together, oh, and you learn crazy. about people. And when I was playing with our next guest, I had no idea who he is. Our next guest next week, DJ KG, naughty by nature, not because I hate you. Not because I hate you. My gosh. Naughty by nature. So I, I know DJ that uh, DJ KG is in the house, in, in, the, in house. the studio. So. Right. We're going to learn about how Naughty by Nature came to be, uh-huh. what went into some of those million-seller hits like OPP, OPP and Hip Hop Hooray. Yep. But these were the anthems of my late high school, early college youth, as I'm sure most people listening, it was it was probably theirs. Yep. And, and I believed that these kinds of music, I feel like bands like Naughty by Nature saved rap, and I'll go into that. In well, yeah, next I week's love episode, rap. I mean, it's a big thing. But I, love, I, but I really yeah. felt like it, it brought it back to the suburban home. It made it acceptable to listen to hip hop and rap, thanks to bands like Naughty by Nature. And they were they were they were they were inspirational. They had messages, and you know, that's why I theme next week. Down with D A D. So smart. You're very clever. Well, it's great to be part of Bad of the Dad. I can't wait to listen to K G. Adam D, you're the deal. You're the real deal. We are the deal. I know that. We're the deal. I, you know, you really are amazing. Together, I, together, right? Together, we achieve more. Isn't together. that the, that's the team? That's that the team. team. That's the acronym. T-E-A-M. Together, everybody achieves more. We're what a team. And together, dads are achieving more. Dads, thank you so much. We're Thanks bad so to the much. dad. Have a great week.